the buy box. Today, I'm going to walk you through six things you must know about the buy box. If you don't know about the buy box and you lose the buy box, you will lose over 85% of your sales on Amazon. And yes, you can be a private label seller, not arbitrage, and lose the buy box. Well, Seth, then who has the buy box if I lose it, if I'm the only seller on this listing? That you are about to learn, my friend. I'm going to teach you everything you need to know about the buy box when selling on Amazon FBA. Welcome back to the Jodcast. This is Seth Kniep, Kniep in a Real, your host, where we teach you how to build a private label Amazon FBA business in 20 minutes or less. I love how that phrase confuses people. Some people think I'm saying you can build the business in 20 minutes or less. Now, that would be a phenomenal feat. And if you have accomplished that, then please send me an email at seth at god.com. However, today I'm going to walk you through six things you must know about the buy box. And the first question is simple. What is the buy box? The buy box is the add to cart or buy now button on the right side of the Amazon listing. For example, if you go to amazon.com and you're shopping for a product, on the right side, you're gonna see a yellow and orange button. Now, sometimes you will only see the add to cart button and other times you will only see the buy now button. But either way, if you click the button, it'll immediately put that product into your cart and make it very easy for you to buy. That is the buy box. Now, the buy box is a huge topic amongst resellers and arbitrage sellers. I've done quite a bit of arbitrage myself. My wife has been doing it for years, every single day. And just when Dime does it at scale. It's very important for arbitrage sellers, but the big mystery, the big misunderstanding is a lot of private label sellers think that they don't need to think about the buy box, but here's a reality, you do. Because if you lose it, your sales will plummet. Today, I'm gonna to teach you how not to lose it. And that brings me to question number two. Well, Seth, why is the buy box so important? Well, if you don't have it, more than 85% of your sales will disappear. One of the most important things when selling online or doing any e-commerce is to remove any inconveniences. Remove all obstacles, remove anything that would cause it to be inconvenient for someone to buy the product. And Amazon obsesses over these kinds of things. Their goal is so that when you are a buyer on Amazon.com, you have to click as few times as possible, which increases the sales, which makes them more money. And of course, makes you, if you're an Amazon third-party seller, a lot more money. So you don't want someone to have to click a whole bunch of times. That's why when you get a marketing email, a good one, typically they only have one CTA, which stands for call to action in the email. In other words, if you have multiple options, like, hey, if you want to try this, then book a meeting with our team. Or, hey, if you want to try this, then click on this blog. By the way, if you are looking for professional Amazon sellers who are vetted every year, multiple times a year, actually, who know how to sell on Amazon and are doing it profitably, you can talk with a Just One Dime team member by going to jod.com slash schedule. And you can book a meeting right now. The calendar's quite open. We keep it open enough so that people can get in and talk to someone. By the way, that was a CTA. By the way, that was its own version of a buy box that I just demonstrated for you right there. So obviously you need the buy box and if you lose it, it's going to plummet your sales, which brings me to the third question. Well, Seth, if I'm a private label seller, how can I possibly lose the buy box? Because your sell price is higher than your MSRP, which stands for Manufacturer Suggested Retail Price. 
also called the list price. And Amazon thinks you are doing what is called price gouging. Here's a perfect example from the arbitrage world. Let's say there is a piggy bank listed on Amazon for sale. And let's say there are seven sellers on that listing, also known as seven offerings. One of those sellers is Amazon. Now, someone's going to ask, well, why in the world would you sell in the listing where Amazon is? There is a time and a place for that. And we'll explain that later in a different Jodcast. Let's say Amazon runs out of inventory. And by the way, they had the buy box and they were selling it for $12.34. So as soon as Amazon runs out of inventory, the next seller, assuming their account is healthy, all things considered equal, the next seller on the listing with the lowest price, who is also FBA, will typically get the buy box but let's say their offering is $20.34, not the $12.34 that Amazon offered. What Amazon's system is set up to do is to cause them to not get the buy box. In fact, none of those sellers will get the buy box because everyone else is higher priced than the lowest priced seller. The reason is because the price was previously $12.34 and it went up almost double Amazon considers that price gouging. Therefore, their system will not allow you to have the buy box for weeks, maybe even for months. Well, yeah, but Seth, if I'm one of the sellers in the listing and I need to sell at a higher price to make profit, how do I do that? Well, you raise the price bit by bit over time, maybe a dollar one month or a dollar after a week, a dollar the next week, slowly but surely you can retain the buy box that way. That's the reason someone loses the buy box. Now, this gets really weird when you're a private label seller. Because if you're the only offering on the listing, how could you possibly be considered to price gouge when Amazon's not on the listing? You have nothing to compare it to. Well, actually, you do. In the back end of your listing, there's something called the MSRP, the Manufacturer Suggested Retail Price. And when you create the listing as a private label seller, Amazon will ask you to put a price in there. Let's just say your goal price. And what I mean by that is the price that you want to sell your product for. Let's just say it's $50 to be clear. Okay, so $50. If you put your MSRP in as $40, then Amazon's system will think you are gouging. You are charging too much. Kind of like what happened during the pandemic when people sold a bunch of hand sanitizer and they charged a ton for it because people were desperate for it and Amazon got upset and they felt like that was unfair because they felt like they're taking advantage of people. They're using the free economy to take advantage of unsuspecting citizens who desperately just needed hand sanitizer so they don't spread COVID and cause the world to get more infected than it already is. Same idea. So what Amazon does is if they see that, they may cause you to lose the buy box. Now it's weird because no one else is on the listing. So if you go to the listing, there's no buy box. You literally have to click on other sellers to get to a place where you can add it to your cart. And of course, as you can imagine, when a shopper doesn't see that super convenient oval orange or yellow button, they often say, huh, and they go on to the next listing and you lose the sale. Over 85% of your sales to be exact. So it's very important that you don't lose the buy box. Now, there's another reason. You could also lose the buy box because your ODR is higher than less than 1%. In other words, your order defect rate, how often you have a failed product delivery for shipping FBM or a credit card chargeback or really bad customer experience for the customer, that can affect your ODR, your order defect rate. That's supposed to be under 1%. In other words, for every 100 orders, fewer than 1% of them can have a defect. If your order defect rate gets too high, Amazon may cause you to lose the buy box. The number one most important thing for getting the buy box is having the lowest price. 
And again, if you're a private label seller, make sure your sell price is lower than your MSRP. And it's super easy, guys. Just go into your listing and change your MSRP, your manufacturer suggested retail price. Second is whether or not you're FBA or FBM. If you're FBA, you're less likely to lose the buy box. And third is your seller central account healthy. If it loses its health, that could be a reason for Amazon taking away the privilege of the buy box. And that brings me to question number four. Okay, well, Seth, if I lose the buy box, but I am the only one on the listing who has the buy box, and I'm gonna give you the most simple answer in the world, no one. If you lose the buy box, no one's got the buy box and you lose sales. Question number five. Okay, Seth, great. How do I determine the manufacturer suggested retail price? Now, this is where it gets interesting because earlier I said, make sure that price is higher than the sell price on your listing. But there is a situation where let's say your manufacturer suggests a retail price could be $60 and the price you're actually selling it for is $50. Easy enough. I shouldn't win the buy box ever, right? Wrong. There are still times where you could still lose the buy box. How is that possible? If you were to Google this product type, as close to possible this product, and look at this product type being sold at Target or Walmart or Home Depot or Costco or Marshalls or JCPenney or Kohl's, there's so many online stores, and you notice that the average price is quite a bit lower than what you're selling it for on Amazon, Amazon could remove the buy box from you. And here's where it gets really weird. Let's say you have a Shopify store, and on Shopify you're selling it for $50, but on Amazon you're selling it for $70. Amazon will use your Shopify store as a baseline to determine that selling it for more on Amazon is price gouging and you could lose the buy box. So the way to avoid this goes back to planning. And that brings us to our question number six. How can I leverage the buy box to get more sales? Well, first of all, I explained to you how to get the manufacturer suggested retail price. Just find out what this kind of product is normally sold for. Then you need to have your goal price. Then you need to have your discount all the way back when you first start doing product research. You need to be thinking about this already. You should not just be looking at Alibaba and Amazon. A lot of people do this. They look at Alibaba and say, oh, well, this cell phone case is selling for $2 a piece. And they look at Amazon and say, oh, well, these cell phone cases are selling for $50 a piece. I'm gonna make a lot of money. And there's a lot of Instagram videos that say this, and it's just ridiculous because it doesn't work that way. You also need to look at what are other companies, recognized companies, even Shopify websites selling this kind of product for. You need to understand the competition at large, not just what does Alibaba sell it for? Well, the suppliers in Alibaba. And what am I going to sell it for on Amazon? And will I make a profit? You got to think bigger than that. You need to understand the market. Now, if you've taken FBA mastery or training, you already know this because we teach you how to go really deep on the market and understand how to build a brand. If you haven't done that and you want to meet with someone to help you, go to god.com slash schedule. But in the meantime, make sure you know three things. Number one, what is the average price this product is sold for on other websites? Number two, what do I want to sell it for to make a profit, but make sure it's not higher than that MSRP? And number three, how much will it cost me to source it? You see, oftentimes Amazon sellers will just look at two. They look at the sourcing price, how much the supplier will charge them. And they look at Amazon's price, their price on Amazon, how much they can sell it for. And that's it. And they think I'm good because I'm going to make a profit. But if you lose that buy box, doesn't care if your profit is 99.9999%, you're going to lose most of your sales. That's why you need to know the market. The most important takeaway from this training today is simple. Make sure your sell price is competitive, but profitable. This is the grand tension of the private label seller. It's like you're standing in, in, in one arm, you're holding a rope, another arm, you're holding another rope, and you're being pulled both directions and you got to balance it. 
or you're on a tightrope walk. What do you call it? You know, the guy that walks across the rope in between two buildings in New York City. You're a tightrope walker and you're balancing this bar and you don't want it to be too heavy on one side or the other. If your price is too low to make sure you get the buy box, you don't make a profit. But if your price is too high compared to the average price this kind of product sells for, you lose the buy box. And so it's important you understand this grand tension. Like I said, we go extremely deep on this in FBA Mastery. But in the meantime, remember these. And, and the next step for you is very simple. Go find out what the MSRP is for this product. Determine what you can source it for. Decide what you can sell it for. Make sure your minimum profit is 40% before PPC. Now, that's a general rule. There is such a thing as having a really good profit margin, but you have to spend like $400 per product just to get $4 40% profit margin. That doesn't work, right? That's why you need to look at ROI as well. But that's another topic. Once you know those three numbers and you're still a minimum 40% profit margin, you're still going to make enough on each sale. You're still low enough to not lose the buy box. Then you can go and say, okay, now that I know that, I can list my product on Amazon. And if I add a discount, it's going to show three numbers to the customer. This is awesome. They're going to see the list price, the MSRP price is the same thing. Then they're going to see your sell price with the mark through it. And then they're going to see your discounted price. So they see three prices, but the one they get it for is the lowest. And because people shop by comparison, it increases your conversion. I mean, even if it's a $1.50 discount, you'll get a lot more sales as a result. This is Seth Kniep, Kniep in It Real. Hope you've enjoyed this episode. Go find out what your sourcing price is, what your sell price is going to be. Make sure your profit is good enough to get a minimum 40% and you have an absolutely amazing day.